Good afternoon. Welcome to the North Point of View. Here with Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Walter, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. This podcast, sponsored by Red Bull, uh, you know, it's serving athletes around the world, but as my wife calls me, I'm a mathlete. And so <laughs> <laughs> I get to this part of the afternoon with Walter. I'm drinking Red Bull. <laughs> Thanks so much for that. But, you, but who are you, you sponsored you're by? You're so high eyebrow. I mean, look at me. I'm I'm so highbrow. Walmart I'm, water. I'm Walmart water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's look at the market cap of those two companies and see where we're at. Right? <laughs> hey, Walter. Um, you know, there's a lot of discussion. I mean, is it's like okay, what, which which side are you? Are we in a recession? Are we going into recession? Have we been in a recession? I mean, I've, I've heard people literally say we're coming out of one. Um, where are we at, man? I'll tell you. I think almost everybody I've heard is wrong. They just have to go there. Except you. Yeah, exactly. And I got it right. Just ask Walter. That's exactly. why we're here, by the way. <laughs> so we uh, were chatting a little while ago, uh, you know, about the uh, winners and losers yeah. from the post-COVID. Yeah. And what we had anticipated was that as we is people started to not from home anything they could right. as opposed to from home everything they had to. Right. So when they, when they stopped with the not from home or started to stop, we saw the retailers, first the e-commerce guys start to take a hit and then it, it spread out to the retail stores. So first people stopped buying online and they bought at the stores and then they're like, you know what? Man, I don't want to buy anything. I want to go do things. Yeah. And that started around March, April. We saw the stock market take a hit. Yes, it was. Ukraine had an impact. But what happens is we had a retail sector recession. And we're not past it yet, right? They're still adjusting and adjusting to people spending more and more on services and you know more share of, they're still spending more on both, but these, the growth in, this, in these sales is not on the retailer's goods, it's on the services. Right. So. That is going on, and what this has done is it created a retailer recession, but not a general economic recession. I mean, first half of the year, consumer spending has been up. Right. Employment has been up. So how do you say that that's a recession? Right. Now, we'll talk about the Fed in a minute, but that was that sector's recession. Now, when you order And when stuff, you talk about that, the old, the old uh, I, I reread it, it's, it's ancient, but the line was, a recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose yours. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And heck, nobody's losing their job. We can't find enough people to work. Now, that's true. We've had some companies let people go. But right. those were the guys who overswole their employment ranks because they thought we were going to stay home from ever and, 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 and watch And people Netflix. are lined up to hire those people, right? Exactly. Okay. So there are places for them to go. Um, I had a nasty thought, but I'm going to drop it and not go there. <laughs> Stay on the high road, man. Stay on the high road. So now when I did some work for the Panama Canal years ago, we did a, I put together two forecast models for them. One was a long-term one, a year by year out 10 years, and then a short-term one that did less than a year forecast so they could do you know short-term planning. And I had to put a lag structure in there because other people done this work think that if a container comes through the canal today and it goes to Savannah, and it gets unloaded in Savannah, that those products will go to the shelf today in Savannah, and that they just had the idea to make this stuff in China and here it comes. Not exactly. No, it's not what happens. There is a seven month lag between the time that you say, you know what, 
we're going to need so much product on our shelf come October. So seven months in advance, you are forecasting the economy and that lag is from what you thought you were going to do to when it comes through. So right now, even though consumer spending on retailers' goods are coming down, there's so much inventory on ships right now or in containers waiting to get on a ship in China, Japan, India, wherever, that it's, it's, we're not going to really see the transportation recession until the last three months of the year. I'm right because we're still in peak season. Right, holiday. Have, this is the holiday shipping season. Exactly. Right? So we've got that coming through, and, and that's pretty strong. It's it's you know gumming up the system. But on top right. of it, you've got all this stuff. Uh, be polite. That's that was ordered because they expected crazy consumer spending from home to continue. Right. So that part's going to come off, and as we get to October, November, December, January, the year-on-year comparisons are not going to be pretty. Yeah, we're going to have a pretty sharp fall off, right? Right. So we already saw one company announce that they're laying off 10%, trucking company, laying yeah. off 10% of their, their workforce. And because the Fed has been needlessly raising interest rates, they decided to cut back on CapEx. So we have a supply side problem in the country. The last thing we need is for companies to start cutting back uh, with because the signal they're getting from the Fed is, we would like to cause a recession. That's the Fed has been very clear about that. Now, right. unfortunately for me, today at Jackson Hole in Wyoming, all the central bankers are gathered, <laughs> yeah, and I are. might have a different view when we come out. But yeah. what I really hope is that uh, Powell gets told off very thoroughly by hopefully not ignorant economists. You know, I and you've been talking. I mean, we've been talking about this for 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 months. Yeah. I mean, this is a supply side deal, not a demand side deal. That's absolutely right. That's why yeah. prices had shot up. You know, one of my favorite economists, Brad Long, over in California, he wrote a very good piece, and he showed that there are past episodes where inflation picked up, the Fed did nothing, and it worked its way out. The market. So, the market. <laughs> Let the markets work. You know, it's so hard these days to forecast things because we get these random events like COVID. You know, 20 years ago when I was at UBS, there was SARS. And so these things come, and those are, make it a little hard to predict stuff. But what's really getting harder is there's so much government intervention yeah. in, in, in the economy that, you know, forget it. You want a good forecast for GDP? Go ask the White House. It's, yeah. And it doesn't matter. Both sides have done this. The, the reds and the blues. I'm not picking on anybody here. Exactly. So what the Fed is doing is, I, f I believe, is absolutely unnecessary and contraproductive. Exactly. Policy interference in markets that should be left free. So I, I never thought that I'd sound so much like Milton Friedman, but you know there are occasions where, where, where that is the case. So what we're going to see next is a freight recession. Okay. And you, what you're going to see is companies that move goods. They're going to do their quarterly earnings statement, just like in 2016 when every railroad got up and said, well, our earnings are down because our, our ton miles or our revenue ton miles are down. And uh, we've never seen that happen without there being an economic recession. And that was a busy year for me in conferences. And I had to listen to those guys and then get up and just say, this guy's telling you a load of crap. Okay, not true. Because what had happened in 2014, the Stevedore contract on the West Coast had expired and the negotiations became, got a little rough and, and freight was slowed down. The number of crane moves per hour dropped from 25 to 12 or something like that. 
So a lot of cargo got rerouted to the East Coast. The smart guys like our friend Rick Gaberson at the time, he rerouted it. He didn't even wait. He just rerouted everything. Which we could see the same thing playing out as we speak, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so we, I, no, we already are seeing their the yeah. rerouting. But some of it yeah. is because companies were told by their shareholders, fix your supply chain and don't listen to Wall Street anymore. All right. These, these dumb bunnies who went to the nice Ivy League school have never lived in the real world or ever had to operate a business. And so they're criticizing you on, your, on their math, not on your market position. Well, on an earlier point that you made, mm -hmm. when these guys announce, you know, an investment, CapEx. The share price takes a hit. Yeah. Stock, yeah. The, the, the Wall Street goes after them. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Because what do they want? They want more share buybacks and they want more dividends. Now, what, are they, yeah. what they do with all that money, I have no idea. But, <laughs> but getting back to the point, we're going to hear uh, probably the, the fourth quarter earnings results. You're going to hear, well, we've never seen a freight recession without there being an economic recession. And the answer is, that's a lie. It happened in 2016. And it's happened in other occasions. Right. Because what happened in 2016 is all that stuff that was getting routed to Savannah, put on a train and sent to LA, was no longer getting routed through Savannah and on a train to get to LA. It was going back to LA. Well, all of those miles across the country where you carry that container, gone. So right. all of that stuff that was displaced, once it got put back, the number of miles had to fall. And that's what's happening already. Truck miles are beginning to decline. The number of ships waiting to get into LA has dropped to about 50 to 55 or so, um, thanks to the East Coast absorbing what they couldn't yeah, handle. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, Savannah's yeah. got 35 right. out there right now, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> but I gotta be careful when I talk about these things. I, got, I do work on the West Coast, and I got friends who, if they watch this, they're gonna call me up and let me have it, and deservedly so. The ports there are, are fantastic. I mean. What they're handling yeah. is beyond what yeah, they were designed that for. Is a, that is a bigger picture right. issue. Exactly. Everybody's so. working at capacity plus well for said. the last, what, two years? Mm -hmm. You know, we've been at peak season through the ports. Well, we're going into something else we were going to talk about. But anyways, uh, we are at peak season every month since August of 2020. Yeah, amazing. Every month. And that's a great point. Hats off to men and women around the country that are working tirelessly to keep this whole thing going right while the fed tries to screw it up <laughs> so well said so so i think i think next year probably around the first quarter second quarter we have a 50 percent, maybe 60 percent chance of uh, falling into recession right and and it's unnecessarily driven by the fed and you whether that's a soft landing or really hard landing depends on a few other factors which we can talk about maybe next time. Exactly. Well, just before we go on that, um, well, let's let's stop there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, to be continued. And as you say, we've got, you know, an announcement coming out in another week. So we'll see. Yes. As always, Walter, great being with you, man. Hey, lots of fun. Take care, Mark. Thanks. See ya. See you guys. Thank you, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs>